0: From DMSK, I'm Deepa Masuria, and you're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur. It's an honest and transparent origin story of my business, giving you a glimpse into the things entrepreneurs deal with, but don't actually talk about. Now, before we continue, I want to warn you that there is some profanity used in this episode. So, don't say I didn't warn you. In this episode, you'll hear a bit of haze in the background of our conversations. It's because Sean surprises me with a weekend trip to Canmore. For those of you who have never been, Canmore is in the Canadian Rocky Mountains. And you're about to listen to one of our conversations in the car ride there. While there were a lot of random conversations on this four-hour drive, one conversation, which started off as innocent banter, unearthed a real issue about me. An issue that can negatively affect our company, DMSK which I suspect is actually an issue for many startup businesses. I don't really know who my customer is. And I only became aware of this because of my lack of fashion sense.
1: re my style, Revamp my style. Like that jumpsuit you have, it's kind of cool.
0: Which jumpsuit?
1: The, the gray jumpsuit that you have, or?
2: Yeah, I wore that, yeah, that and cool. But I still like I put it on and I still kind of felt like I look like a mom wearing this.
1: Well, yeah, you're like podcast podcast picture is like
2: <gasps> What is wrong with my <laughs> podcast picture?
1: No, it, yeah, it looks like it looks like a mom podcast.
2: Oh my god, are you serious? Well, it's not very it's not very fine, it's not swaggy, but I have not worn makeup.
0: I I don't even well, how long? Before launching Thousand Miles, I knew I needed an image for my podcast. So I looked through thousands of images on my phone to see what I could use, and quickly realized I didn't have any nice pictures of myself. Over the past four years, I I've either been pregnant, taking care of an infant, or we've been dealing with the pandemic. So for four years, I barely need to do my hair and makeup. And based on all the pictures in my phone? You can tell.
2: That time, do
0: you know when I took that picture? It was before Dion,
2: before I got pregnant with Dion. It was before (laughs) I got pregnant with Dion. And that was 2018. It was like June or July, I think June, 2018. That's when I took that picture. That's what I had to go back to, to find a decent picture of me. I don't think that picture looks bad.
1: No, it's a good picture. It's just the the, the vibes. But it's mom vibes. What do you think? Look at it.
2: I liked it.
1: I know, but it it's
0: uh... it shows that I am a happy person. As an analytical person, I went through all the top podcasts on Apple Podcasts and I tried to see if there's anything interesting from looking at their podcast art. From it I noticed podcasts that wasn't like a true crimes kind of show usually ended up being an interview kind of show, and their podcast art had a picture of the host. The last time I did my hair and makeup was for a photoshoot Sean got me as a gift. It was initially for my YouTube channel, but since I stopped making videos, I never did anything with these pictures. I had three different outfit changes for the photoshoot, and well, the one you see now on my podcast art was the most un-mom-like outfit I had. Or, so I thought. Is it because I'm wearing overalls? I don't
2: know know what it is. Maybe it's your But those overalls, when I got them, you were like, ooh, you look good, because that was the style back then, in 2018. Those overalls, that was like the in thing. I'm trying, Sean. I don't know why you can't see that I'm trying. My my style is I mean like it's not great, but I'm not completely wearing sweatpants
0: well, when I leave all the time. Very
1: personal, so it's you know, it's whatever because you don't like my style.
0: It's true. Sean and I don't like each other's fashion. In fact, when I buy clothes for Sean as a gift, if I think to myself, This looks dumb. I'll buy it. Knowing that Sean will probably love it.
2: But you can't dress like that. You're on stage all the time. You can't wear sweatpants no, on stage. I know, but I'd love to. You would love to wear sweatpants on stage? No, I'd love to just like
1: have, I'd love to be more drippy, you know?
2: I don't even know what drip means.
1: Get Drip? I don't even know what that means.
2: Oh my God. Who says drip? And why? In what context do you say drip?
0: When I was in my 20s, I always thought to myself that I would understand slang, be up to date on music, and if I ever became a mom, I'd be the cool mom. Now that I am a mom, I am absolutely not cool at all. Sean, on the other hand, tries to stay up to date with pop culture, music, and the words the cool kids are saying. What does that mean for us? It means I have no idea what he's talking about half the time.
2: You still haven't explained it to me, which means you don't even. Know I what know it means. drip means your
1: clothing, it's your fashion, it's your style.
2: I don't. I don't get it.
1: It's like your. So
2: this is my drip. Yeah, it's your drip. This, this, um, my Adidas yeah, shoes your your and your my, style. um, yo, leggings. Yeah, it's like yo, what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, love the drip. I would never understand that if someone said, hey. Hey, girl, I love your drip. I would be like, what are you talking about? I don't understand these words. Where do you even get these words from?
1: Where if I get the words from? Yes, where do you get well, drip, these words from? Drip is an old world word. So, when, I silver, when I got the silver uh, domain, I called it Silver Drip.
0: I never understood why. Sean's tried many things in the past. He created two different apps, one called Press where celebrities could talk to fans online in real-time text conversation. If you're familiar with Clubhouse, it's actually kind of like that, except text format instead of live audio. He made another app called Selfie Text. I, I still don't understand the purpose of it. Something to do with taking selfie I, I don't know. Anyways, he later created a program called SilverDrip, which was a program bilingual companies could use to test their employees' proficiency in French if they were native English speakers. He made that program a few years ago, and I'm only realizing now that the drip in silver drip meant something.
2: I didn't know that's why you did it. I had no idea, silver drip, I was like, that's weird. Okay, fine. You need to understand. It's like an old word, like Like simp. simp is an old word too. Okay, simp is an old word, yet, None of us knew what simp meant. And I had to ask Reagan.
0: I had to ask Reagan. What did she say? Reagan is one I of her, our babysitters. And I feel like she's, she's young and part her. of Gen Z. And I'm like, okay. Do you
2: know what the word simp means? <laughs> <laughs> and then Reagan, she like she looks at me and she gets like she like kind of rolls her eyes. I she's love like,
0: chatting oh, with her because yeah. she helps me understand then, things that her generation uh, like is going through. We chat about different topics and it's really eye-opening to see the lens through which we both see and understand the world. I've come to the conclusion that the main reason I don't keep up to date with pop culture, music, and slang is because I don't have time anymore. If I'm not working, I'm doing things around the house or doing things for the kids. So when I hear new slang, which I find becomes popularized from new music, I get confused. Like. At what point did the phrase, fuck with, change? Seriously, in my day, if you said you fucked with something, it meant you're being careless or you treated someone poorly. Now, apparently, when you fuck with something, it's a good thing. Like, when did this happen? Anyway, I digress. The real takeaway from this conversation of slang is that DMSK is a company for men Specifically, men of color, who are basically like Sean. And this is actually important for me to know. Because if we're going to be successful, we need to understand the market we're trying to serve. And I clearly don't understand my customer if I can't even understand what they're saying. Who is our customer? Really, who is it? What do they like? What kind of music do they listen to? What do they do in their spare time? How do they speak when they're with their friends? These are all important questions to ask, because when you're marketing a product to your ideal customer, you need to be able to understand who they are, if you're ever going to have a chance at grabbing their attention, let alone developing trust with them.
1: Anyways, how do I know? I, I love culture. Like, I, I, why do I know about words? Like, I love culture. I love.
0: Yeah, but
2: I don't like when you say. Culture. I don't like when you say stuff like being of the culture. Well, do you understand that there are different cultures in this world? of the
1: lingo, of the pop, like, what's happening in youth culture, I guess. Youth culture is usually uh, kind of cool culture because it's young and it's modern.
2: Yeah, but even you agree that the world is now fragmented. And people are into lots of different things. There's so many different niches. Everything's hyper-focused. So there is no such thing based on that logic of being cultured. I think there's a cool culture. I, I, I agree. I
1: think there's some things though that you know to be part of a general to understand where the waves are to understand what's happening to understand what's relevant.
0: You- Sean, Sean begins explaining to me how there are basically cultures within cultures. We need to be aware of the global cultural changes as well as the microcosm we're trying to target as a company. He continues to describe the cultural shift towards sustainability, authenticity, and transparency as being requirements for businesses today, since these are things that have become important for consumers.
1: We are starting a company where you kind of have to be sort of uh, understanding of what's relevant, right? It's I
0: think it's kind of important.
2: I think that's important for-
0: While I know it's important for us to know who our customer is, I also know that this is more important from a marketing perspective. And thankfully, Sean is in charge of marketing. We're playing to our strengths, which I learned from Suen in episode five. And I know I am horrible at marketing. For example, I decided Thousand Miles would be the first podcast DMSK is producing. But is the target market for this podcast geared towards the same market for our product, beard fix? Probably not. Can we be anti-culture?
1: Yeah, that's, that's fine. I mean, that podcast is anti-culture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Especially not with that mom picture. Coming up in a future episode of Thousand Miles, Sean and I discuss how we plan on developing an amazing customer experience. And then, my nemesis shows up again.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's a different way to think about it because you you want to like just build value like right away, right? You want to be able to build you want to be able to build a customer for life, and putting in time and effort for your early customers. A- actually, every customer, if you can, like, oh, I actually like fuck with this brand because they I chatted with them. That's like pretty powerful, or they you connect with them, right?
0: I've been hearing you say this often in the past what, month what?
2: yeah
0: oh somebody fucks with this and i don't like it <laughs> it makes no sense to me that's why because if that, i hope if you I like this podcast and if you do it's tell good. a friend please subscribe and, and leave a five-star rating and talk to me on twitter and instagram at Depot masuria and i'll talk to you soon on our next episode of thousand miles